Welcome to the Men's Alliance podcast. I'm David Mills. Men's Alliance is a growing movement out of Richmond, Virginia, where tribes of men meet in person weekly for an epic outdoor workout and a real world devotion around a fire. We're bringing men out of isolation, out of their comfort zones, and into something real. Hey guys, I want to introduce a new podcaster from Men's Alliance today. Uh, making his first podcast is Michael Dennison, and uh, his call sign is Bench, and he's in Charlie Tribe. So uh, take it away, Bench. I'm really looking forward to hearing what you have to say today about uh, rest versus laziness. Hi. My name is Michael Dennison, and today I'm going to be talking to you about the difference between laziness and rest. So first things first, laziness is a sin. Laziness gets swept under the rug as just being considered relaxing, but God has some extremely harsh words to say about laziness. He uses words like wicked, evil, sluggard, slothful, and worthless to describe lazy people. Jesus tells a parable in Matthew 25 describing exactly how dangerous it can be to be lazy. This is a parable describing a master and his three servants. This master gives each servant a different amount of money or talents with the expectations that they will return with more money that they were given. The first two servants wisely invest their talents, returning to the master double the initial amount. The third servant, who had been given the least amount of talents, returned to the master with nothing except the initial amount. His excuse was that he was afraid and that he buried the money in the ground. In other words, he was lazy. He did not even try to use the talent productively, even something as easy as placing the money in a bank where it would have returned interest. He knew the task ahead of him, but he did not even attempt to accomplish it. The master addresses him, you wicked and slothful servant. You knew I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scattered no seed. And later he says to him, and cast out the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Can you relate to the third servant in any way? He received the least amount of money and was scared of having nothing to return. So he did nothing. Luke 16.10 says, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. God has great work for us, but if we live in laziness, we miss those opportunities. Like the servant, we have been given talents, skills, and opportunities from God meant to be used to return Him glory. And just like the lazy servant, we can ignore those gifts. The Bible is very clear on what laziness leads to. Proverbs 6, 9-11 says, How long will you lie there, O sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a robber, and like and want like an armed man. Proverbs 12.24 says, Diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in slave labor. And Proverbs 21.25 says, The sluggard's craving will be the death of him, because his hands refuse to work. In short, what these verses are saying is that we are meant to work in society and provide for ourselves and our families. We should not become slaves to our own flesh and desires, and that death will follow anyone who does not have the ability to provide for themselves. We are created by God to work, physically work, and work for Him. We are not meant to live lives of relaxation. 
The first job described in the Bible is in Genesis 2, where God places Adam in the Garden of Eden and asks him to work it and keep it. We are also assigned to work from him, seen in Matthew 28, in the Great Commission where Jesus calls all his followers to go and make disciples in all the nations, baptizing them in his name. However, work is exhausting, physically, mentally, and emotionally. This is where rest comes into play. Rest is the process of turning to him with our fatigue and our struggles. Matthew 11, 28, 30 says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Rest is a gift from God and is meant to be enjoyed with him. Rest is done to better prepare us to work for him once we return. There are several examples of rest in the Bible. In Genesis 2-3, it says, So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. That's seen in Luke 5.15. And in Mark 2.27 it says, And Jesus said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. These are all great examples of how we should rest from our work. But how can we tell the difference between laziness and rest? Are there some activities that are inherently lazy and others restful? Rest is actually more of an attitude than an action. Laziness is avoiding responsibilities and work, while resting is acknowledging responsibilities and work and recuperating to better prepare for them. God designed our bodies to fatigue and to weary. However, what we do in that fatigue is the difference between laziness and rest. Do we binge a season of Netflix when we only said one episode? Or do we take a power nap and then read a chapter of a motivating book? Rest is intentional, where laziness is on accident. Rest is followed by motivation and rejuvenation, where laziness is followed by regret and having less energy than when you started. Rest is restorative. Laziness is draining. Laziness is a sin. Rest is not. Like our muscles, we need resistance to grow. However, laziness is stagnant. No progress is made staying in a comfortable, lazy bubble. Laziness does not give God an opportunity to work in our lives. Lazy people do not put in effort to understand God's word or serve other people. God promises that, that when we persevere in diligence, our labors will be rewarded. Buy into God's promise, ditch laziness, and start resting in Him. Fight your lazy flesh, intentionally look for restoration in the Lord, and live out your full potential in Him. Here's a couple of questions to help you respond to that. What does laziness look like in your life? What does rest look like in your life? Can you relate to the third servant in any way? In what ways does laziness inhabit, inhibit God from working in your life? Being in the most comfortable and luxurious time ever, how can we fight the cultural norm of indulging in laziness and entertainment? What's one change you can make this week to transition a lazy habit into a more restorative one? Visit mensalliancetribe.com to find a tribe near you. Or maybe you're the man to start one in your area. So check us out at mensalliancetribe.com. I hope to see you around the fire soon.